episode of case and punt we're back baby it's been a case while and punt. case and punt quarantine quarantine um yeah we're still in quarantine uh corona's still still a bitch but um we got a big sports thing coming up finally we got the nfl draft in uh less than a week for us uh, a time of recording so you know there's no sports going on i know baseball is trying to get back into it two empty stadiums but you know we'll see what happens um but we got the NFL draft coming up, so we've been doing a lot of research on prospects, a lot of mock drafts, figuring out who's going to go where, possible trades, um, and you know, people kind of submitting their own pro day videos. So it's been it's been pretty interesting. Um, what we're going to do today is a full seven round mock draft for you guys. Whoa, here whoa, today, whoa, you know? whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Right. We're not right. doing seven rounds, Brady. I'm not we, doing seven we, rounds. I, I don't have I don't have three days to sit here and mock out all these picks. Well, how about how about how about one? Yeah, one okay. one one singular pick. Oh, did I cut out? Yeah. Yeah, right, just good. Um, yeah, you're good. First you're time, good. first time talking in the pod, and I cut out. But uh, yeah, no, we'll just do one singular pick and call it a day. Uh, for okay. the first time ever, we are looking at each other through Discord, which is yeah, a new yep. thing apparently. Out the video Ryan, future. Ryan's long hair is looking pretty good. Brady's got a got a nice little beard going. Aiden, Aiden's yeah. looking good. Two yeah. dots. rotating dots. Boys are looking uh, good. Keyshawn's got the camo bandana on. He's going Can't to war. It. These these picks Can't are coming it. in hot. Can't see it. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to buy me a nice webcam, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. But you're gonna tell me you're not a cam girl. You have your own. Yeah, he's got his whole cam girl set up. If if you want me to go through the tech, like the technology that I use at my desk and how I would like what I would have to do to make that work, I can. But this isn't the. Aiden's got the 1080p webcam. No, we I know. I want know. one. I we want know. one, but the, the 4K HD. They are they are expensive. <laughs> if anyone, <laughs> that would be great Four, too. If anyone 4K Ultra HD. If anyone knows of any cheap 1080p web webcams, that would be uh fantastic. Yep, because Brady, Brady I heard that you were starting up on OnlyFans. Did you want to plug that? Or <laughs> um, we'll do that at the end of the episode. Actually, that's <laughs> the case on Patreon. <laughs> Yeah, that's Patreon. That's already on there. <laughs> yeah, we did, it, we, did it, we did it before. It was cool. Have we done a Patreon check in like ever? Has anybody checked? No, because we don't have any Patreons. Yeah, what if we did? What if we had, like thirty? Nobody cares. Yeah, we could have a ton. Who knows? We haven't because yeah, we all of our Patreons quit after we gave them the tickets to the Super Bowl that we promised. Yep. Hey. Yeah, yeah, they swindled us. We're not doing that again. It was. Real. Who's getting the money from Patreon right now? Uh, no one, we, no one we, anymore. We'll talk about this after, but yeah. uh, let's. Uh, so we are, we are going to be doing the full first round. Um, we're, I don't know if Brady said we're rotating picks all the way through, custom order. Each person is going to get thirty seconds on the clock. Um, and so before each, the the other three people are going to be discussing who they sh- who they think is going to be up there, or is going to be up there on the draft board, and who's going to be. So, without further ado, should we get underway, boys? Yeah, can we get someone who isn't cutting out to uh, explain it? Holy frick, <laughs> <Yeah>. really? <laughs> no, Was just, it the entire just, time? He, he no, I'm like just one, kidding. One word for 10 seconds, but it's okay. Oh, He's God. like, 32, picking, <laughs> or let's it, go. Is it that <laughs> okay. bad? You ready? No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like half, half that bad. I'm goofing on you. It's, it's okay, they get the gist. It's all right. <gasps> 
mock mock draft we're taking turns that's it that's, that's all it is <laughs> and then we're gonna actually we're gonna try um talking about the um the picks a bit and what they're looking like how their combine was what their stats were like this last year i have a bunch of the stats so i can i can help you guys out if you need if need, yeah if need that'd be great um, can't wait to yell up Brady. If it gets boring, uh, if it ever gets boring, we can just do a quick uh, Star Wars three segment for back by popular demand. Yes, because the Clone Wars, those Clone Wars came out with an absolute banger. So, actually, I will say Star Wars two is one of the most enjoyable podcasts I've listened to, and I don't usually listen to myself. Imagine gassing up your own podcast. Um, <laughs> I've never done that before. Hey, no, if nobody's gonna gas our podcast up, who, like, we gotta. <laughs> normal all right fair not enough. just the one it's just you all right the, in- the interviews are good too <laughs> that's about it all right so this i want to in you want to intro the it's just just like roger goodell would um you cut out there what were you saying do you want to intro the first pick like roger goodell does oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay instead of nfl draft it's cip draft okay there you go Hello everyone, welcome to the 2020 Case and Punt Mock Draft. With the number one pick, Brady is now on the clock. What it do? Alright, um, I don't need 30 seconds for this. Um, I'm picking for Cincinnati, so Cincinnati Bengals is the first team on the clock. I don't think, before there was a bit of, there, there was a possibility that they could move down, but when I, you know, when I thought about it, there's no, it's a no-brainer that um, uh, what's it called? They're gonna pick Joe Burrow, quarterback out of LSU. Um, I know uh, that's that's Ryan's team. They they won the Natty. He's, yes, sir. He's cool, cool as a cucumber guy. Um, so do should I, should we announce the next pick and then we keep talking about Joe Burrow? Is that what we're gonna be doing? Um, so we'll give we'll give the next person like thirty seconds. All right. Okay. And then uh, in the meantime, or let's say a minute. We'll give the we'll give the next person a minute and then we can. Keep well, talking about Joe Burrow. Um, I have written here, um, no brainer. He picks up, you know, they pick up the best quarterback in the draft, and um, he's also an Ohio boy, so they're bringing bringing Joe back home to Ohio to play in Cincinnati. Um, I think he his ceiling is much higher than any other quarterback here. So you, you got to pick him up to be the new face of the franchise. Get some new fit. Get get the get some fans back in the seats, or assuming that, you know, once Corona's over. The only thing is, just hope that he doesn't pull an Eli Manning and uh, refuse to sign with uh, Cincinnati because he said um, earlier this week that he he just wants to play for a winning team with a winning culture. That's really important to him. He hasn't he's never ever been on a losing team in his life. He said so he doesn't know what it's like to lose. So it would kind of be rough going to Cincinnati, who's just a hot garbage mess. So, do you guys think there's a possibility maybe that he pulls an Eli or? Is he just gonna, if, or is he good to go? No, nah, he'll play. No, I think he signs, and I think he plays. I think, yeah, I think he'll play. Um, he came only... to an LSU team that wasn't gonna be like national champions. Like they were gonna compete, but they weren't gonna win. And then they, they won because of him. So sure, but you I mean, know. this isn't college anymore. But um, I can, I can honestly see. Like, I don't think he'll pull an Eli, but I think. If nothing, like if the gears don't get turning after his first year, I can honestly see um, some bad things happening with the Bengals and uh, Joe Burrow. But you know what? Like, if you think about it, he's a person too. Like, 
you've never lost in your life at anything. Like you're gonna go in and just gonna get just sham basted for like 16 games straight. <laughs> That's a good word. Just I like get that. blasted, dude. But like I don't That's think what you should give up after a year. But I heard that the Cincinnati organization's toxic as hell too, though. Like it's not like oh, yeah. a good place to be for players. Is it um? Is it since because Pat McAfee always says this? Is it Cincinnati who does not have an indoor facility? Or is it someone else? Yeah, no, it is. It is Cincinnati, and only I think, team in the league. Yeah. They don't give a shit about their players, man. No, they don't. They don't want to win. If they wanted to win, they'd give their players nicer um, facilities. They they'd act like they're field, winners. Like... Yeah, so I don't know if that's going to change in under a year for Joe Burrow. So that's going to be interesting to see. Um, but you know what? He came in and changed the entire culture of LSU as well. LSU was a defensive team that ran the ball. And now they had they had the most prolific passing offense ever. Yeah, but Joe and not, that also... that was that wasn't just him. Like that was the passing game coordinator Joe Brady, who's now the coach at Carolina. Yeah, props, Quiche. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Um, but uh, the quarterback obviously makes a difference. He threw sixty touchdown passes. Like, yeah, just <laughs> can't, his, can't his, complain his, about that. His stats here: twenty nineteen, fifteen games played, seventy six percent completion rate. 5,671 yards, 60 touchdowns, six interceptions. So great little, uh, what's it called? Uh, ratio. TD in ratio. Little race there. And then also almost 400 yards rushing and five rushing touchdowns, which is great. Um, his only con, just like Andy Dalton, so you can kind of compare him, is his arm strength. He doesn't really throw the biggest bombs in the world. And I think that's a big reason why he didn't participate in the combine because his arm strength would his his inability to out out throw you know a herbert or a a jordan love that would kind of shine there and and it hurts too he can throw it but um yeah but you know what i'll take the accurate quarterback over the long bomb any day of course of course me too me too but like i mean not not that it would affect his tape too much i mean affect his you know his status anyways his 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 tapes speak for themselves so he doesn't really need a combine to yeah, it only off. actually it only would hurt him to participate in the combine. Exactly, like, there's nothing exactly. he can gain from it. I would have done the exact same yeah. thing. And that's that's why he sat out. So it makes sense. All right, so yep. enough Burrow talk. It's he's talking to the ground. So uh, I promise uh, we won't be talking about every person as much. Like the first two picks are like pretty unanimous. So yeah. So with the um, next, next pick in the CIP draft. Oh wait, we have, you have to uh, you have to uh, you have to make the noise. Dun dun. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll find the I'll find the, the I'll find the effect for it next time. But with the next pick in the CIP draft, we have Ryan Matthews picking for Washington Reds. I'll, I'll find the sound effect. You 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 get you pick. All right. Well, this one's pretty easy. Uh, they're basically sprinting to the podium at this point. Um, Chase Young, like it's 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 not really much of a question. Washington has needs um, at everywhere but like edge, but they're going to be picking Chase Young because he's. It's so valuable. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I think uh, I think it's a no-brainer here. Uh, Chase Young is no pretty much the consistent, no, great song, um, consistent number one player on the board. Like of, regardless of position, you know, everyone has him at number one for Washington. And again, I'm at number two is kind of a steal just because Cincinnati obviously needs quarterback. Um, and yeah, I think it's an I think it's a no-brainer here for Washington to take Chase Young. Brandy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it would be he'd be the first overall pick if since he didn't need a quarterback. I 100% agree. Yes, in in all the um like prospect rankings, Chase one is number one because like like Miami is picking Joe first because I mean not Miami Cincinnati they need a quarterback so obviously he's the number one pick. 
but like yep. in terms of like athlete prospects like athlete ranking like chase young is so far number one it's not even funny mm-hmm. um my little blurb here um and like like should i announce aiden next and then do my chase Young? yeah thing? just so yeah. it's not like yeah i think that's what it should so and then before he goes i'll play my sound okay so the third pick in the nfl in the cip draft we have aiden wall picking for the detroit lions so as he thinks about his pick um uh, chase young's so as a pass rusher he has an innate ability to get after the quarterback he is very quick um, with his first step and a nice get off that puts many tackles on their heels he has quickness around the edge and he's able to close on the quarterback in a hurry he also shows a functional athleticism to sink his hips and dip under tackle to beat their blocks um, he's also effective in working to the inside too where he has a lot of arm strength to execute a rip move to the inside and um, knock the tackles off balance with a hard shove and then cut into collapse the pocket he's not the best against the run but you know he's not a complete liability and he can only get better so i think um you know all around fantastic athlete um and like those little blurbs are kind of like i watched like a lot of the highlight tapes for all these athletes and then i kind of like wrote down what i saw plus like kind of like what nfl.com had to say about them on their combine reports uh, just to interject uh quickly uh for the interest of this podcast um we're not going to be doing trades although Ryan Ruther, you're way too hard. You cut out a little bit there. Yeah, you cut out for me as well. So no, no, no trades. Am I back? Yeah. So just for the interest of the podcast, uh, there's not going to be any trades for this one. Yep. This is a straight. Just too hard. Thanks thanks for that, Ryan. Okay, Ryan. I mean, Aiden, you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Wait, 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 wait. Just blowing out my eardrums. Okay, you can make the pick now. All right, and with the third pick in the case in punt mock draft, the Detroit Lions select Jeff Okuda, cornerback, LSU. Or sorry, Ohio State University. Almost LSU, baby. Almost, almost messed it up. Frick. Almost Almost fumbled the bag. Um. No, you know what? I really like this pick for Detroit. They just lost Darius Slay. Although they brought in uh, what's his face, um, the old fart from Atlanta. Um, how am I not forgetting? How am I Desmond not Trufant. Desmond Trufant. Yeah, they brought yeah. in Desmond Trufant, who used to be an oh, elite what corner. A, what a terrible pick! Like pickup. Yeah, he's he's mediocre now. They needed someone. I understand it, but that's why I think they're going to bring in Jeff Okuda. They're going to get a guy that's. I th- I think Jeff Okuda could actually be pretty similar to Desmond Trufant. Like Okuda's a really fast guy, um, especially for his height and weight. Like he's a speedy guy for how big he is. Um, he and I is think six one two oh five pounds, and he ran a four forty eight at the at the combine. Yeah. So, go ahead. Uh, that's uh, a cool. So I think yeah. yeah, Okuda, dude. He's I a, thought Okuda was small. No oh, man, this guy's sick. He's bigger. Um, he also has a forty one vertical. So that's that's more than most of the top receivers here. So yeah, that's All right, he's he's far and above the best cornerback in the draft for sure. No question, no question. Yeah. I think the one knock on him is like he. Uh, doesn't uh doesn't do well in the run game he's no jair alexander um but i think i think he can hold um i just think that's not like one of his strong suits i think that's what uh a lot of the a lot of the experts are saying and I, you you can kind of see it on the film every now and then. but i think you know this top three is pretty uh pretty set in stone pending a trade but uh okuda's a very good pick for detroit at number three i disagree yeah. but okay yeah it's... we're not we're not for this <laughs> top two is top two solid tim or the other guy for for this for this draft, we're not gonna like argue back and forth. We're gonna save that for the other one. But um, yep. 
for now, I was going to go straight. And then I was put, uh, Keyshan, you're on the board with the New York Giants. So I'll give you a second to think. Also, I want to say that um, Okuda didn't have, he like, if you watch his field dr- his field drills on Combine Day, he looked awful. And he was he was slipping, he was falling. He actually fallen, fell on his face. And he wasn't looking good. And because of Corona, he didn't get to have that pro day to make up for it. Like, So maybe um, I, I kind of agree with Ryan when we had that debate a year ago with should the pro day still be a thing. I think it's a good way to get some consistency. So it's like the combine isn't your only um, your only thing they're getting judged on. So you, know, you have a guy like Okuda who's like number one corner, and then he has a terrible field drill stuff, and he, he can't make up it, can't make up for it. So yeah, but, but you know what again. the thing is, like his tape speaks for itself. But also, yep. if you're a team that needs a quarterback, you're not gonna like reach in the draft. You're gonna take the guy that you know is gonna do good. So. Even though he stumbled in the in the um, combine, it's it doesn't really matter. Plus, his athleticism's off the charts, so some people will pick him based just on that. Yeah, exactly. Even if he's not a polished like cornerback. Yeah, he'll he'll get better, and he's the thing. The only thing that matters is he's he's great in coverage. He stays close to the receiver, has great speed, and uh, his tape speaks for itself. So he's also he's also he's very ready. disciplined. Um, I am, but I just want to point this out that he's like. Uh, some reporter said like he tried to call him out saying like oh you have a tendency to get sloppy downfield he's like when do i get sloppy and he talked about the reporter tried to just you know stay on his feet and said something about uh pass interference but uh yeah he had zero pass interference calls last season and i think it goes back to season before as well so getting a good disciplined player great in coverage can't complain yeah. about it so and i am ready for my pick very very quickly sorry before you start that pick i actually have a comment about that like so that was the uh the combine press conference, correct? Correct. I think a team planted that guy in there to say that. I'm like, I'm almost convinced of it. Oh, I think we. Yeah, yeah, we the teams do some pretty shitty stuff. I don't think we Dude, did. These draft interviews are scummy, last year. man. Like in all sports. So yeah, we talked year, about the pre-draft interviews, but that was during a press conference. Like that wasn't an interview. Yeah. No, no, I know, I know, but like that's no, no, no. So I know, I know you, dude. Sorry, I know you do. I was just explaining it to, um. Ryan and Brady, I didn't know if they knew. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I knew. They do some. I remember it was um, Darius Geis that got roasted in his interview, pretty much. Like they basically yeah, called, like called they roasted his mom. Yeah. yeah, and uh, he didn't. Well, I don't think anybody would have liked that. That's no. Anyway, regardless, Keish, your uh, time's up. Which which pick? All right. So what the number four pick in the CIP draft for New York Giants? I turned it down for you. Is that okay? Is that better? That was good. That was that great. Was good. And with the number four pick in the 2020 CIP draft, the New York Giants are selecting Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle from Iowa. Um, I think I just it's it's him or <laughs> him or Jedrick Willis for me here. And I think um uh, I think I'm just gonna give the nod to Wirfs. Um just kind of liked his tape a little bit better, I think. He's going to be the guy that's going to be protecting uh, Daniel Jones' blindside for the future. They missed a couple drafts ago on Eric Flowers. Um, completely missed with him. And I th- But I think uh, I think Worfs is going to be a solid tackle in the league. Yep, and um, that's a great pick. By the way, I'm on the board right now. I mean, I'm on the clock with uh, Miami at number five. So that's me right now. Yeah, the clock um, starts as soon as the pick is made, I believe. So okay, do with that yeah. what you will. Um, I have. He had a great combine. Showed up some great speed and athleticism. He had a 485-40 dash, so that's pretty dope. That's quick and, for um, a tackle. 
he he also demonstrated he can play left tackle too. So he was a starting right tackle. Um, he was a regular starter at right tackle, but he played uh, left tackle at Iowa's bowl game to finish his freshman campaign. And then he went back to right tackle for the next two years. And he didn't allow a single sack in his sophomore year. But yeah. I think it's really important because he's a great uh, run blocker. I think it's important for the Giants to really get Barkley going. So I think he kind of dipped off a little bit. And I think well, he was it's, hurt. it's smart. Yeah, that too. But and you bring up a great tackle like Wirfs who can um, set that run block. And you can get him going. And then you can start building weapons for uh, for Josh Daniels. I mean, Daniel Jones. <laughs> Josh, Josh Daniels. Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Close. Jones. He's suiting up. <laughs> Who's Daniel Jones? Who is, who is that? You mean Josh Daniels? Josh McDaniels. <laughs> who, who did, who did <laughs> I say? Like, Josh McDaniels. Yo, Brady, are you hammered? No, Brady's who, Brady's just missing his pats, guys. Let him let him live. Yeah, I'm in a. Weird, I'm, a I'm in a limbo. I'm in a limbo. Right he has no idea what's going on. All right. I can't even see straight. Anything? What a name. No. Okay. What? I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, you you cut five. out right there. I just said, um, any, anybody have anything else to say about Worfs? I think no. we're good. I think you we announced the number five pick here. Your clock is up. Yes. So with the number five pick in the CIP. Mock draft 2020. Miami Dolphins select. I think they do that before that. I'd, yeah, they do. I'm just going to yeah, change do. it every time. <laughs> <laughs> do half of it before and then half after. <laughs> Fair enough. They select. Might as well. I'm, I'm pulling the trigger. They're going um, Alabama quarterback. Yeah, yep. Alabama. Alabama quarterback Tua. Who wants to say the last name? Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Nice. Nailed so, it, um, Thank you. Yes, I'm aware of the injury history. Okay? If Tua doesn't get injured as much in college, we're looking at a 1A, 1B for, for Burrow and Tua. Who's going to go first? Um, also, we've got to keep in mind, Tua had some of the best receivers to throw to with uh, Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy. And but, one other so one as well. Kind Don't of forget that. that in. And, yep, that person who you cut out with when you said. Um, and you look at his stats. Uh, 2018, before he got – he played a full season, 70% completion rate, almost 4,000 yards, 43 touchdowns, six interceptions. And last year, nine games played, 71%, uh, 2,800 yards, and 33, 33 touchdowns to three interceptions. So you can – he's an aggressive passer, but he's very accurate with the ball. Um, he doesn't chat. He doesn't hesitate to challenge defenses downfield, and he throws a really good deep. Oh ball. my god! Yeah, holy! Um, I've never seen a quarterback field. attack downfield like that in a while. Yeah, and he can. So he he attacks it. He's aggressive, and he he also places the ball very well downfield. And he just genuinely genuinely has like good accuracy, and he also has the ability to make some plays with his feet. Now, so hold on. I just want to say, if you watched the LSU Alabama game. L yes, LSU won, and they won the national championship. Yeah. You cut out a lot Alabama there. through like, um, am I cutting out? A little You're bit. Good a little bit. Yeah, sorry, I'm following this uh, my connection here, but um, uh, even in the last seconds, he threw like a like a ninety yard bomb to keep them in it, like, like, he, and that was on a bad ankle too, right? Like he played on a bad ankle the entire year, and then he got yeah. his hip messed up, so. 
the only reason, like, I can see him falling here, and the only reason is because of his injury history. That's the only reason. Yeah, of course. My my thing here is that um recently his medical medical reports have been pretty good regarding his recovery, and he posted that video of him working out. Um, he looks pretty pretty back to normal, and he's still a good quarterback, and has and um I think that the gameplay here was. You know, you start Ryan Fitzpatrick for the whole year. You know, Tua takes an entire year off to rehab. He um, he learns the playbook. He learns from Fitzpatrick. He can, you know, get a little friendly competition going with Josh Rosen, another young quarterback over there. And he just has that whole year for Miami to kind of build the team around them with their multitude of first and second round picks in the next two years. Um, so get that team together. He can learn the play. Take a whole year off to rest. Get that body good because he has... He had a hit ankle surgery on both ankles. He had a hip surgery, broken nose, concussion, uh, wrist injury, and that's all before getting to the NFL. So I think that you know, take a year off. You can start in 2021, and then you got your quarterback there. And I think I think Miami's in a good situation to, um, especially with the moves they're making with like Byron Jones and um, the Patriots players they signed and all that. It's definitely a high risk, high reward pick for sure. Yeah, it is. Like if I've ever seen one. It's definitely risky. So, that being said, if he falls to the end of the round, that's a low risk, high reward pick. Yeah, because it's it's not a top pick, and you could be getting a top player. Um. Anyway, I have my pick. If you want to do your jingle. All right. With the number six pick in the CIP NFL draft, we have Ryan picking for the LA Chargers take it away yeah and this pick is is based uh solely on team need like I don't think this is a player that definitely would be a top 10 pick if everybody was picking just the best player available because there's in particular there's one better player that should be picked but isn't going to be um and I'm picking Justin Herbert the uh, quarterback from Oregon um and he's a good solid quarterback he's not in the league of Burrow or Tua but he's good, um, and it's solely because the Chargers don't have a quarterback. <laughs> they got Tyrod, baby. Yeah, so they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, I, I think, love um... I love Justin Herbert, and I love this pick. Uh, I think with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, who I think can have a big season, uh, Hunter Henry, hopefully he comes back healthy. Uh, it's not a great offensive line from what I can remember off the top of my head in San Diego, but then you got Austin. No, Eckler, they definitely and... need offensive line. Yeah. But I think I think Justin Herbert, he was ripping it at his pro day. I think he had a great, great combine. Um, or sorry, not his pro day. He was ripping it at the combine. He had a great combine. He ran pretty quick. Um, you know, big oh, six, it, six five, six six. Brady. I don't have his. Uh, He's a good quarterback. I'm just saying, like, there's better players available, and they're forced into picking him because they don't have a choice. I think so, but I think I think he's he's talented. I think he'll be a good quarterback. Yeah, me too. He has all the he has all the tools of a good NFL starter. You know, he's got strong arm. He's got mobility. He's got accuracy. Um, the only thing that I I kind of heard about him was he's not he's not the best vocal leader. And some teams kind of want their quarterback to be that vocal presence in the huddle, on the sideline, on the lock in the locker room, especially when they're leaving uh, or departing from Philip Rivers, who's you know very vocal and a big big leader. Yeah, but you know, big like, that's family. Something, that's something. Yeah, a lot of sperm. That's something that <laughs> that's something that Herbert can work on. I'm sure. I'm sure he's a quiet leader. Do you think it's going to be written into his contract that he also has to have 13 kids? Well, 
like, probably it not. Work, it didn't work for Rivers, so probably not. <laughs> like he Rivers is ass. <laughs> All right, so um, if you're ready there, Keyshawn, you ready with your pick? I am. I'll, I'll do Yo, that. if you're ready for your pick, put it in whoa, the spreadsheet, whoa, whoa. dog. Yeah, that's true. Right, that's when. That's when. It's your own rule. What spreadsheet? Yeah, yeah, we, no, wait. What, what spreadsheet? We were prepared for this beforehand. We we've got this all memorized, you know. Yes, that too. Oh, that's not where I want to be. Full typing. Full transparency. But like we we don't know who we're picking until it kind of comes up. Yeah, so, so. Um, really quick to interject, have like a little uh, commercial break in the in the draft. We um, we Sponsored. we've done a lot of work on on our draft episodes. We have like a a, a lot of uh, well, a lot one single spreadsheet that has a bunch of like our individual mock drafts. What like you know some team needs that kind of thing. Uh, small, very very high level talent evaluation of some players and. What we're doing right now is we're actually filling out our mock draft and uh like so we don't know who each other is going to take we have an idea but uh that's the whole principle behind this thing well yeah and i'll tell you why i i talked about jeff okuda earlier after this pick but um big shout out to Keish because he spent some time and put this whole thing together and uh he even went so far as to pick the top five players from each position and then label whether they're top five talents or probably not going to be going in the first round so a lot of a lot of heart went into this and yeah, it's uh, very helpful well i got a, got a lot of time on my hands that's all that's saying but blood, with blood the, sweat and semen with the oh. <laughs> Brady just with had the to... seventh pick of the <laughs> 2020 cip mock draft the carolina panthers and my favorite team shout out uh, are proud to select Isaiah Simmons, linebacker from Clemson. Um, man, what more can you say about this guy? He, when asked what position he plays, he said defense. This guy can play corner, he can play safety, he can play, line up in, as an inside backer, outside backer. He can rush the passer. Um, as a Carolina Panthers fan, you, you you can't hope for a better better pick here. I think he's what we need to replace Luke Luke Keekley on the defense. Yeah, he's a big guy, six foot four, three hundred and thirty pound. Uh, Twenty nineteen, he had fifteen games played, hundred and four tackles, eight sacks, three interceptions, eight pass defenses, and six forced fumbles. Um, so he re- he reminds me of like Jabril Peppers, Peppers, but like on crack and like super science style. Saying, you wanna okay. you wanna know who he reminds me of? You guys ever play Slenderman? Like as a kid, like you're no. all sitting in the computer lab and you play Slender yeah. Man on the computers. That's what he reminds yeah. me of. Have you seen this guy standing up, man? When he stands, like when he stands up straight, his arms reach down to his knees. So if he, if he, if he, <laughs> like this guy, this guy can touch his knees standing up. Like Kevin Durant. His yeah, his arms are stupid long, man. Like, and that's why so like Molly Wops, he's gonna like slap Jesus. And shit. <laughs> Dude, like. I, like Keish couldn't have said it better. This guy's a physical freak. I think between him and Chase Young, like when it comes to physicality, like yeah, Chase Young, like <clears throat> Chase Young is a big guy. He's got a lot of power behind him, but Isaiah Simmons just has that finesse that I don't think any other player in this draft has. Yeah, I also said he was three hundred and thirty pounds. He's two hundred and forty. Just a little. Uh, you said, wait, wait, wait. I wasn't listening. You said he was a hundred and thirty pounds. No, three hundred and thirty pounds. Was he an offense? I don't know which one's more ridiculous, to be honest. I, I typed it. I typed it. Um, 
Yeah, very versatile. I, I like to compare him to Patrick Chung because he can play a lot of strong safety, weak side linebacker, and nickel corner. Um, for his 40 time, he ran a fucking 439, which is only 0.1 off of Henry Ruggs for first place in the draft out of any <laughs> So he's if you put him on a tight end, he's gonna he's gonna outrun him. <laughs> I know. And he is drafted to Carolina. I'm getting the jersey. Con telling you telling you that right now. Live on the sick. And uh, I think that Carolina gets either Okuda or Simmons. So either way, they get a great, great uh, player. So if we get one of those two, I'm happy. Uh, Derek sure, Brown is yeah. a very very good player, and that's another player that I've seen mocked to them. Uh, I wouldn't be as happy because. I, I think we need to go somewhere more impactful. Having Jeff Okuda and Dante Jackson in the secondary would be something else, but uh, yeah. we'll um, you know we'll we'll keep moving on in this draft with the Isaiah. Sim Brady, you want to announce the next pick? Who's doing or, it? Or who's it's doing it? It's Aiden's. Yeah. I had a little remix there. Um, <laughs> The, the remix to Ignition. Ignition. Uh, with the number eight. Right? <laughs> number, number eight pick in the CIP mock draft. We have uh, Aiden Wall with the Carolina Panthers. No. Nope. No, that's not right. Arizona Cardinals. Damn. Our, our Roger Goodell is worse than the original one. Didn't think that was possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Goodell's, yeah. Yeah, so for number eight. Uh, for Arizona, we're going with uh, Mackay Becton out of Louisville. Uh, the reason I think that Arizona is going to be so high on this guy is because this guy was a freak at the combine. And not only that, like if you watch his film, he is noticeably more athletic than any other offensive lineman on the field. And I would even, like in most games, I would even go ahead and say he is the most like uh, athletic lineman on the field. Um the guy's the guy's a freak. Like he is a big guy. What is he? Three seventy. He is a six seven three seventy. But ran like was tied for like the fastest forty time he's, of all linemen yeah. in NFL. He was a five five ten, which uh, wasn't as fast as the other guy that I think Worfs. But um, he's still, okay. Still five times. So that's fine. For, yeah, uh, he's you know, almost four hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big guy, but I think uh, we saw it last year with Cliff Kingsbury taking um. Kyler Murray in a place where people didn't really think he was a need, but I mean, so uh, offensive lineman is a need, but they took last year, they took Kyler Murray over uh, Nick Bosa just to kind of bring in a new system with Cliff Kingsbury. And I think they're going to try to do the same with bringing in some more uh, athletic offensive linemen and just kind of switch that culture on offense. Because like last year you saw it like, and they're already making moves. They're already bringing in Deandre Hopkins, but like last year you saw it. Um, there was, there was some meshing issues, I think with their offense, they weren't really fully there yet, but I think if they start bringing in some younger players, kind of get them in that system, uh, it's going to help them out a lot. Yeah. And you know, yeah, like, sure. If you if you have a wide receiver like Hopkins, if you get the ball off to him, he's gonna catch it. You just gotta have the time to get the ball off to him, right? Also, Kenyon Drake is, I mean, he's a good running back, but like he's a running back that requires holes, so you gotta create them for him. He's not a running back that's gonna, you know, find his own holes. I don't think. I can find my own holes. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, right. the, I don't want to hear. Cardinals it. have a pretty. Cardinals have a pretty good receiving core with Hopkins, Fitz. Uh, Christian Kirk. So if 
if Kyler can um, get some more time, that'd be great. I don't think he's going to be able to throw over Becton because Kyler's like 4'8 and Becton's 6'7, so that might be an issue. <laughs> but other than that, he might have to. He's going to have to adopt the lob pass. He's going to. He's gonna keep dinging Becton in the back of the head. Well, you know, I I feel like I feel like an NFL quarterback has probably learned how to throw over his offensive lineman. I could be wrong, but I feel He's like that's one of the main criteria. Eight. He's a midge. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll run like some kind of uh, they'll call it like the Eiffel Tower, and they'll just put um, <laughs> Kyler on their shoulder so he can throw it. He gets that extra it's trajectory. Not the Eiffel Tower I was thinking of. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's locker All room right. stuff. Yeah. They're going to do PA rollout every single play. Um, For the bands. All right. Quick slants. Number nine for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm on nope. the clock. I've picked. Yep. Yes. Sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. Jackson Var. J- Jackson Var. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Out of Auburn, defensive tackle, straight out of Trinidad and Tobago, Derek Brown, uh, six foot five, three hundred and twenty-six uh, pounds, ran a five sixteen at the forty. Um, he had twelve games played, fifty-four tackles, four sacks, four pass defenses, and two forced fumbles. I think it's a no-brainer for the Jaguars to um, to pick up this guy for the D line. He's you know one of the best athletes at this combine, definitely best on the D line, um, and you know. Kalias Campbell just got traded, and Nagakwe wants out. He has not signed his 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 tag yet. Uh, he's been saying that he wants out. He's like, I'm not signing it until they trade me. Well, not until they trade him. He's, they're going to have to trade him. Um, he wants to be a part of a winning team. I actually have his quote here. I would love to join a team that has a great culture and winning is a habit. I don't want to be a part of a team that losing is the norm or anything of that nature. I want to be I want to be a part of something special. Um, so he was saying that Jacksonville does not have that, and he wants out. So all of a sudden, within one offseason, you lost Nagakwe and Kalias Campbell, who are both freaks. So you're going. Not from... only that, but your your AFC Championship defense is all gone. All of them. Yep, they were a couple pieces away from you know being a real contender, but then all of a sudden now it's a backup rebuild for Jacksonville. And Ramsey so, are both gone. Yep. Yeah. So you still got Josh Allen. So, but like just him by himself, you mm. know, it's, teams can teams can block that um but like you bring you bring this big guy in in the front that's gonna be that's gonna be issues um brown has great speed and agility for a 330 pound interior lineman um as a pass rusher he blocks he um beats blocks with variety he's very strong and routinely pushes the pocket with his bull rush he's also very effective in run defense too using his strength to hold his ground at the point of attack and he uh he stuffs blocks at the line of scrimmage and doesn't get pushed back thanks to his uh great strength and good leverage he also has great snap quickness, upright rush style makes him more of a pressure rusher than a sack man. But he have um, you seen this guy? A lot of blocks. Yeah, he's crazy. No, I mean like like his physical build. He looks like I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. He looks like an offensive lineman, but he's yeah, like he is, he, he's so not, fast. He's he's not fat. Like he's he's not no. your, he's not like a Vince Wilfork kind of guy. He's like a yeah. He doesn't even look like a D lineman, but he nearly single handedly wrecked the LSU game when they played uh, Auburn. Like, he's that good. Yeah. He, he's, he's just like a huge, um, he's just like a muscle guy, I think. And he's so strong, and he just plugs up that, that middle hole, so. <laughs> With the... <laughs> Stop. You I did that on purpose. I know no, you I did. did. All right, with the next pick, number 10, 
Cleveland. Uh, I don't know who it is, but you're, you're on the clock. Here we go. It's. <laughs> no, I was Ryan. on the clock when you made your pick. I meant like. Why did you you're... spell his name like that? Yeah. Um, I'm picking uh, Jedrick Willis, um, or Jedge, Jedge Willis. Isn't it? Okay. Um, I thought, I thought no. it was Wills. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I think it is Wills. It's a Wills. All right, well, I'm picking Alabama. I'm picking <laughs> Jedrick Wills. Um, he was not my first pick, actually. I was hoping to that Derek Brown fell because I wanted to make a super line with uh, Miles Garrett and uh, Derek Brown. Hey, figure it out over there. Sorry. That, yeah, that's um, insane. But yeah, I wanted to I wanted to create a really really strong line uh, in Cleveland, but alas, uh, what's his name's got to stay up, right? Uh, Baker, he let me down in fantasy this year, but most of the time is because he was on his ass. Um, they couldn't yeah. keep him upright. That he couldn't throw the ball. He didn't have time to throw the ball to either Juice or OBJ. Um, yeah, picking a, a tackle uh, and a really good tackle. This is a really strong tackle. A year and it's not going to get talked about because uh, the wide receiver class is so strong, uh, as well as the QB class. But um, he's a really strong tackle as well. Yeah, great tackle. Six five, three hundred twenty, starting RT for uh, Alabama over the last two years, protecting uh, Tua. Although Tua got demolished over time and time again, but I think that's more because of his. Uh, mobile yeah, I wasn't going to say that, uh, but. No, but like he's 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 used to protecting, you know, a, a big time guy, and um, there's a lot of pressure on you to keep that a, a QB like that, um, you know, upright. So, you know, he's gonna go protect Baker and and Nick Chubb too. You gotta get him going because he's a great running back, and we saw what he did last year. So if, if and Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt. So if you can, if you upgrade the line even more, I mean, you can, you know, unleash the beasts, as they say. So. Yeah, anybody else there? Jed Willis. Wills. Uh nope. We can uh we can move on here. Okay. So number eleven with of the New York Jets, the twenty twenty CIP mock draft. In wall. New York Jets, 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 Jets. Um, okay, so for the eleventh pick in the draft, I'm going C D Lamb. Um, reason being, I think he's the perfect mix between a great route runner and a speedy guy. He's probably going to be the best, like, um, middle ground that you get in this draft. And New York lost their speedy guy. Um, they lost Robbie Anderson to the Panthers in free agency. So I think, uh, they really need to work to replace him. Who'd you pick? Sorry. <laughs> I missed CD Lamb. Okay, I didn't type it in. I didn't. I got it. I got Thanks, it. CD's nuts. CD Lamb. He's nuts. 6'2, 200 pounds, 13 games played, 1300 yards, 14 touchdowns. He ran a 4.5 and he has a 35 inch vertical. Um, my notes are that, I mean, he, he did have three great quarterbacks when he was there, which are uh, Baker, Kyler, and Jalen Hurts. So, you know, that helps him a little bit having some good quarterbacks. Um, he's very elusive, good awareness when the ball's in the air. His hand catches with good arm extension are pretty um, elite. He has some pretty deceptive strength that I saw. So, like, when he's running with the ball, he'll just toss a guy with his um, with a stiff arm. But he doesn't really look like that type of guy to have all that strength, so that was pretty cool. 
and he can operate effectively on all three levels. So whether it's um, a screen pass, a slant, uh, an out, or or the long ball, he, he he's good at all three levels. And um, and yeah, I think uh, what what team is that? The Jets? Yeah, the Jets. Need the, most polished uh, NFL. The Jets need everything. Yeah, I, Jets could like they can go anywhere. Like they can go corner. They can go old line they can go wide receiver i think those are their big three needs but i mean yes, yeah sir. one of the best receivers in the class that's that's pretty good okay Keyshan is next picking for the las vegas raiders at pick number 12. here we go yeah and key. with the first oh i forgot about the music with the first pick <laughs> of the las vegas raiders franchise they're gonna go with henry ruggs the third um you know keeping it a little old school with the uh with the Raiders theme, just kind of going with a deep threat speed guy. They love speed. Now Las Vegas, excuse me, excuse me, but uh, yeah, I just think I think Henry Ruggs makes a lot of sense here. Yeah, stats: Alabama, five eleven, one hundred and ninety pounds, twelve games played, seven hundred and fifty yards, seven touchdowns. He ran. He was four twenty seven in a forty two inch vertical top in both, pretty much. Um, he needs. He definitely needs safety help to guard him. Uh, he can take slants to the house easy, just like um, Odell can. Fast as fuck, basically. Uh, his he has like long, smooth strides. I kind of saw it, kind of like Usain Bolt. So I thought that was pretty cool. He can also return kicks really well. And another thing I liked was that he he drops his pads and finishes the play a lot to get those extra couple yards. So he's he's really like that. Yeah, like Keishan said that that Raiders tough kind of mentality. You know, fight for those extra yards, drop your pads. So. I think uh, the Raiders need that wide receiver help with, you know, average quarterbacks um, with Mariota and Derek Carr. So He's a great addition to the black hole. What'd you call me? Hmm? Um, <laughs> next. Ryan, you're up. San Fran. Wow. 13th pick. Are you ready? I am ready. Um, this is a, a tough pick because what do you give to a team that has everything, essentially? Uh, first and foremost, I think that, what? What? What did you say? I said they don't have everything. Their receivers suck. I mean, yeah, I guess could, so. Could, could you could say that. They did not pass the ball at all. Like, he threw less than Ryan Tannehill did. I think that's more because of the he's not a great quarterback, but sure. He also sucks. Um, anyway, yeah, like Brady said, I'm going with a receivers. I think Emmanuel Sanders being your best receiver or top two is probably not your best bet. Um, he's more of like a third guy in the slot. That's, um, but anyway, I'm picking Jerry Judy out of Bama. Um, Henry Ruggs was the burner. Uh, Jerry Judy did the work underneath. It was pretty good both ways. I think he's a great pick. Uh, so just really, <clears throat> very quickly, they actually don't even have Sanders anymore. Oh, really? They lost Emmanuel Sanders? He's on the Saints. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah, true. <clears throat> you have he, my pick's looking even better. Yep. All right, next. Number. What are we at? Are we at my pick? Number 14? Yes. Number 14 pick. My Tampa Bay Buccaneer. 
Uh, no brainer here. You gotta go. You gotta find me. Um, and they're gonna get Andrew Thomas because he he kind of fell there. So that's fantastic. Um, I think in real life they're gonna trade up just so they um avoid the un you know un, 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 avoid the uncertainty that all four of them might get picked. And basically, Tampa Bay has two years to put together the best team they can. And so I don't think they should spend it on, you know, getting Javon Kinlaw or doing whatever else. Um, because they already have a fantastic defensive front. So if they just um, beef up, you got, you got to protect Tom Brady. That's that's mission number one. So you know, Andrew Thomas is a great guy. Um, he, uh, although he is a left tackle, he was very impressive at right tackle as true freshman, starting all season there and helping Georgia produce a strong rushing attack. Um, obviously, you know, he's protecting Jake Fromm and DeAndre Swift, and, you know, Swift is one of the top running backs in this class, so he really helped there. Um, Tampa Bay does need a a right tackle, so it's good that Andrew Thomas has that versatility to go over there to right tackle. Um, he only gave up five sacks over the three seasons he was there, and he also played very solid against LSU in the SEC Championship, giving only one sack to the one and only Calevon Chason. Um other than that, Thomas is quick to get to the second level. He can cut off the edge from speed rushers, and he's not hesitant to get physical with defenders and get up in their face quickly to lock them up. So I think that's a great pick. Protect Tom Brady. He's got a lot of pressure, but, you know, I think he can do it. <clears throat> uh, I think so, too. Good pick. Uh, you got to keep Tom Brady up. Yep. So with the 15th pick in the NFL, not the NFL, the CIP draft, I think it's whoever's picking Aiden. Yep, that is me. Aiden, <clears throat> Denver Broncos. Who are they picking for Drew Locke? At uh, number fifteen, <laughs> at number well, they're not picking anyone for Locke, oh, but for the defense. At number fifteen, I think they're going to take C.J. Henderson, cornerback out of Florida. Uh, reason for this being, they lost um, Chris Harris Jr. in free agency, so they're going to need someone to replace him. Uh, as far as I can remember, it doesn't seem like they're going to make any uh, effort to replace him in free agency. I don't know if we're going to see like a late off-season trade. I know that coronavirus is kind of messing things up right now. But at this stage, it seems like they're going to be relying on taking a uh, corner. I don't want to um, uh, burst your bubble, but I'm pretty sure that's where Boye went. Oh, Am you're I right. Wrong? Well, so no, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, <clears throat> but that actually still doesn't change my pick because I think you know, uh, it's a good pick regardless. Then I think AJ Boy is he's he's an older guy. He's not an elite corner whatsoever, and I think it's going to be the same type of situation with uh, Jeff Okuda and uh, what's his face, Desmond Trufant. Like they're bringing in an older guy that's mediocre was was good at one point like was a lead at one point but has now kind of slipped to mediocre and they're going to use him as the number one guy uh younger guy is going to come in with some big shoes to fill but um i think yeah, they're going to go corner there i think cj is a great player with you know anticipation and agility <clears throat> but he's he's very uh kind of like a soft defender and he's not a good tackler at all so hopefully in the next year or two he can learn to be more physical and tackle better and That'll, that'll help out a lot. Anyways, we got um, pick number 16, Atlanta Falcons. Keyshans with the pick. Who are you going with? All right, so I think Atlanta's going to have to go in the secondary here. Uh, they got Keanu Neal, who's 
you know, pretty pretty nice safety there. But uh, we're going to give him Christian Fulton, cornerback from LSU. Let's go. I think, uh, yeah, Ryan Ryan's a big fan of this, obviously. Big LSU guy. I think Fulton fits in very well in the Atlanta secondary. Kind of hate to see it as a Panthers fan, but... Uh, um, you know, I think he'll be shutting down some of these receivers, some of the like the receiver depth that the uh, AF NFC. What is it? North, South, NFC South. The, the NFC South. South has. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Not much to say about that one. Christian Fulton no, was the um, the best slot uh, cover in the, I believe, in college football. I like Christian Fulton a lot. Just just real quick. He had a 40% completion rate since 2018. He's very aggressive. And I noticed he plays with a ton of swagger, which I love. So he's already got that that swagger that, you know, kind of like Jalen Ramsey has. So I, I like that. That's that DBU swagger. Yeah. So I think they're – I think that's really good there. Moving on, pick number 17. I, I have it for Dallas. Um Dallas Cowboys, um, uh, they can also go a number of different ways here. I'm going to pick, you know, get some pressure on the QB. Let's see some fear. We got um, out of LSU, defensive end slash outside linebacker, Caleb on chase on. Back um, to back. Going back to back. 6'3", 250 pounds. Uh, he had uh, almost seven sacks in 13 games, two pass defense, 60 tackles, one forced fumble. Uh, love the guy. He's um right behind. Not right behind. He's... You know, the second defensive end behind Chase Young, I believe. I don't think we picked another one before. Uh, he's Correct. very quick very quick around um, offensive tackles. He's great with stunts. Doesn't give up on plays. Uh, I think something I saw was he has just real good raw talent, and he's very agile and flexible. Um, did you see anything else, Ryan, from watching him? Because you saw him more. Um, yeah, he has an elite bend. Um okay. uh, He gets, yeah, he gets right under the, he gets under the pad level of the, or, lineman really quickly um yeah that, that his bend's pretty unreal he's his athleticism's like freakish i'd yeah. say um his technique definitely could use a bit of work other than the bend i'm um, like i'm talking hand work um but that's something that you can develop in the next yeah. level and athleticism can't be trained or can't be taught so um yeah he's yeah. an elite pick and it sucks to see him go to dallas because i hate dallas but yeah it is what it is we all hate dallas but Someone's got to get him. It's, it's a fantastic pick for them. Yep. And so, if is is D Law still playing? I don't know. Ask Ask Aiden. Aiden yep. is D Law still playing? Yep. He's still in Dallas. Yeah. So that's a good pairing there. Uh, Jason yep. and D Law. That's good. Um, yeah. The rich uh, get richer. Yeah. Complete complete that complete that duo there and get that going. He's not happy. All right. Number 18, Miami Dolphins. Got Ryan with the pick. Miami, Miami's second first-round pick. Where are they going? Um, They're going to the offensive line. They picked a QB uh, in their first pick at pick five, uh, which was Tua. Um, and uh, somebody's got to keep Josh Jones. Um, and this may, may be a bit of a reach. He's uh, obviously still really good, um, but they've got to keep some. They've got to keep two on his feet and keep him from getting hurt. So you got to go O line here. Yeah, I agree. Also, Aiden picked uh, his player after me, and I was tempted to just pick that player, so he'd have to change it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But but go ahead, your pick's good too. Are you commish? Ready to make my pick? 
number. I don't even know. 19 for the Las Vegas Raiders. Is that their second? No, that's our first pick. Number 19. Las Vegas Raiders. Ace. All right. Where are they going? And with the number 19 pick in the 2020 Case and Punt NFL mock draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Patrick Queen. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse their second, me. Their second pick. Their second pick in the draft. Yes, their second pick in the draft. Thank you for adding that, and Commissioner. And Patrick Queen. <clears throat> um, you know, I We're think going three out of the last four, baby. Yeah, I think Patrick Queen's going to be a good pick for them. Um, I think they're just going to surprise some people here with, uh, I think, um, it kind of flips back and forth. Like you've got Kenneth Murray and Patrick Queen kind of being the one and two guys for middle linebackers. I know Isaiah Simmons is like, I, I don't even consider him a middle linebacker. I consider him a defensive player, as he said, but like, I don't pair him up in there cause he's a top five player in the draft, but these guys are kind of one and two interchangeable when you look on the mock drafts. So I think Personally, I like Kenneth Murray more, but I think Las Vegas and uh, what's his face, stupid ass um, Gruden. Las Vegas got they got their two linebackers though. Yeah, they have they have Corey Littleton and uh, um, Yeah, and really like him, but I mean, big I Bears more guy, of an but... outside guy, and I think Kevin well, his Gordon. his ranginess and coverability are, are really really Queens... good. Actually, he'd be fantastic paired with uh, Littleton because Littleton's the same player. Um, yeah. Having those two guys roam the center is, is unreal. Yeah, they, Queens, they revamped their linebacker core so well. Queen's going to be a good guy playing in a uh, a sub package. So yeah, He ran we'll... a 4-5 uh, at the 40, so... Yeah, that was pretty quick. Very fast. Good stuff there. Next up, we got Keyshan at number 20. Jacksonville Jaguars second pick. They got Derek Brown the first time. Are they staying on defense or going offense? Let's let's see. Yep, we're gonna go with an offensive pick here. Uh, we gotta get some weapons in Jacksonville. They need something, so we're gonna get Justin Jefferson, another LSU guy. Four to the last making, five, baby. Making so many LSU picks here, which is thought, brutal. Got, but uh, Westbrook and the other guy. D yeah, they got DD and Chark. Um, Chark, yeah. Chark is but also I, an LSU boy. But Chark, uh, Chark, I think is legit. I don't think D.D. Westbrook is too too great. I think Justin Jefferson yeah. comes in, starts opposite of D.J. Chark. You can run Westbrook out of the slot, and yeah. uh, then you got you got a you got a core of receivers there. That's uh, that's pretty dangerous in Jack in Duval. That's my pick. This yeah. um is uh, quite possibly the only pick to make here. Um, simply because I believe that Jacksonville has already come out and said that if he's still on the board, they're taking him no matter what. Yeah. Um, he was great. 1,500 yards, 18 touchdowns, a 4-4 at the, the 40 dash. So great, great, great. Let me hear those receptions numbers. He, I did. He had, uh, 1,500 yards, 18 touchdowns. Yeah. How many receptions? I'm pretty know. sure he led I the league do, in receptions. I didn't do receptions. Next up on the board, we got Brady picking for the Philadelphia Eagles at number 21. And this is actually the same pick I have in my mock draft. Um, I think Philly would have liked to have a better receiver here. Um, I originally had them getting Jefferson, but I moved Jefferson to Jacksonville as well as Keyshan did, so that was good. 
Um, they're actually going with Lavesca Chano Jr. out of Colorado. Uh, Lavesca Chano. Yep, Ch Chenault. Um, Eleven games, seven hundred and sixty yards, four touchdowns. Um, so not the best stats, but like whoever the quarterback in Colorado is, you know, he's probably ass. Uh, <laughs> a four, a four, is this five, Steve Montez? Three. I have no idea. I don't know anything about Colorado. I'm just assuming they're not good because I haven't heard of them. Um, Philly needs a lot of things, so they could go many different ways. But who they pick? They got CD. Uh, no, no, that was um. They need uh, this the most. This is their first pick. Oh, okay, because I, I thought um I thought the Jets was, uh, it was. I mean, they got confused. Um, so I could see them trading up for a better receiver because they really got not much and Algalor Agador left or whatever his name is. So Agador. I don't know if Lavesca is really their their best shot here, and you know, in and in, in, in any other draft mock draft, I would have Chano kind of like falling out of the uh, the first round there, but and I don't think. They should go with Mims here or something like that. Or no, I believe that would be a reach. Uh, Lavisca Chanel, I believe, is is uh, highly rated based off his uh, athletic traits. Um, okay. But I could be wrong. Um, yeah, he didn't have the stats, but I believe he's one of those high upside athletic types. I could be wrong though, so someone can. Yeah, so um, we'll see. We'll see if it helps me. out there. So we'll see. They need right. any help they can get on wide receiver. Their core is so bad. Pick. Number 22, Minnesota Vikings. Ryan, it's your pick. Their first of two first-round picks here. Yeah, and I hate to be the guy that keeps picking uh, wide receivers, but they dished, uh, uh, they dished Diggs away um, unceremoniously, um, and they have to replace him with something. So T. Higgins is the best available receiver at the time, and that's who they're going to pick. There. T. Higgs, um, twelve hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns, and yeah, start replacing that wide receiver. Cool. Yeah, he was a big body for a, uh, uh, what's his name, the quarterback at Clemson, um, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, T. Law. Um, yeah, <laughs> tank for Trev. Um, yeah, he was a big body for for T. Law over there, so should be good. I agree. All right. We got uh, Aiden took my pick. Damn it! Oklahoma <laughs> Patriots number twenty-three. Aiden, they need a lot. Don't pick George Love. Here we go. All right. So Patriots at number twenty-three. <clears throat> I don't know how to say this guy's name properly, so I'm going to go with the most outrageous pronunciation of his name. I think they're Just going with it, so nobody can believe you're you're actually trying. I think they're going with Yeter Grossmatos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look at the way it's spelled, man. It's Eater Gross with those. Actually, you probably know this is a Penn State guy. Defensive end out of uh, Penn State. <clears throat> um, <Yeater. laughs> Reason being, so this guy's an absolute monster. I think he's going to be like a hidden gem in the draft um, yep. in the sense that, like, not a lot of t I don't think a lot of teams have the have like have this guy on their number one their their like uh first round boards, but I think he's gonna be great. Like this guy is an absolute animal, and if anyone's gonna need help, I think well Patriots are gonna have a rough season. They're kind of losing everything, um, but they're gonna need some help on defense this year, and I think this guy is a pretty good stepping stone to starting that. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, six foot five, big guy, and he almost had ten sacks. And the thing, the way, the thing that that's impressive, because like nine, he had nine sacks, um, which isn't like crazy. Uh, nine sacks in eleven games, but when you look at what Penn State did to him on defense, they put him a lot at nose tackle and containment. So he didn't have, he wasn't rushing the quarterback every single play like it, other DNs get to do. So he's more of a run defender compared to Chase and Epinesa. Um, but he, he can prove he can still get to the quarterback, uh, as you can see by his nine sacks last year. He um, forces blockers on their heels and then uses a burst of speed to blow by them and get to the QB. And as a run defender, he has a real presence and uses his length to stand up blockers and use his strength to shed them. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be upset if the Patriots got this. Um I, I hope they go defense like a Kenneth Kenneth Murray or a well actually I'd want Patrick Cream but if he's if Queen's gone you know hopefully I get one of those guys or like a a safety to, to replace Chong and McCordy one day or something like that so good good pick good pick just Next. want to point out his name is actually Yitor Gross Matos <laughs> Gross Matos but uh, sorry Yitor Gross Matos. Yitor <laughs> Grossmatos. That's his actual name. Oh, Grossmatos. He just became my, the this guy. Name. This guy just became my favorite player in the draft. That's friggin' hilarious. His name's actually Yidor Grossmato. What? Tomater. Number twenty-four. Yidor Grossmato. Number twenty-four. Number twenty-four. Keishan has the pick. <laughs> Number twenty-four. Rip Kobe. Um. New Orleans Saints. Narlins. Yep. Uh, New Orleans Saints here going to go with a cornerback to pair outside with uh, Marshawn Lott. We're going to go with A.J. Terrell from Clemson. Um, kind of struggled in the bowl game, but uh, or the national championship, excuse me, but he's solid quarterback and er, cornerback, excuse me, and I think he can – be a day one starter, whether that be in the slot or on the outside, but he's going to be a good pick for New Orleans at 25 or 25. Yeah, when yes. all you have to do is beat out Eli Apple, I think you'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, I yep. mean, Marshawn Lattimore's there, but yeah, no problem. Eli Apple's oh, yeah, but he's you need two cornerbacks usually. Fair enough. He's not going to be number one. Yeah, dude, during that, that's a good point. During that game, I smelled burnt toast and I wasn't having an aneurysm. Oh, my goodness. Number 25, Ooh. Minnesota Vikings. I am on the clock. <clears throat> and the Minnesota Vikings select defensive end out of Iowa, AJ Epinesa. Um, you know, 6'6", six, six, 280 guy, um, 280 pound guy, 13 games, 50 tackles, almost 12 sacks at 11.5 and four forced fumbles. Um, he didn't have the best combine, but he's still a very strong and physical player. He rarely gets pushed pushed back by offensive linemen. He gets to the QB really fast, has a really strong bull rush. And um, a, technique, a technique he likes to use is to grab and toss the tackles out of his way and go to the quarterback. So um, I think AJ is a kind of kind of like Matos, how he's kind of um, a, a not he doesn't get a ton of hype, but I think, you know, watch his tape. He's, he's pretty freaky, so. We got that. <laughs> He's gay. Next, next up, we got Miami's third first round pick, number twenty six in the draft. Who we got? Uh, me. Ryan. Ryan's yeah. Taken. Um. Relax. <laughs> Dolphins. Um. 
They have picked a quarterback. They have picked an O-lineman. Um, and now they're going to pick a D-lineman who I can't believe has dropped this far. I believe in every single one of our individual drafts he didn't drop this far. Yeah, he didn't. Um, which is crazy because uh, you could just see he's like, like once uh, a wide receiver or O-lineman goes off the board, then everybody starts picking them. But anyway, this guy is... Um, He's not Derek Brown, but he's still elite, um, and he's obviously going to help out their abysmal defensive line. They need everything, so this is just the best available player who I can't believe dropped this far. Yeah, for sure. Kinlaw is definitely a beast. For sure. I love him. For sure. He will not drop this low, I don't think, in the real one. Um... And I actually no. made a mistake. Uh, I think uh, Javon Kinlaw is a Trinidad boy, not Derek Brown. Kinlaw. Good job, So I Brady. love Kinlaw. I meant, Screwed yeah, up this entire I, draft. I, I got the defensive tackles mixed up. But he, yeah, he's really good. Bull rusher. Needs two O-linemen to block him. Heavy hands. Explosive first step. So Miami. Miami had a good first round, I'd say. What we got next? Number 27, Aiden with Seattle Seahawks. What are they doing? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Seattle's got a pretty good base team, but there's obviously some places that they need to build off. And I think they're going to go Xavier McKinney, uh, safety out of Alabama. I think, honestly, I think this guy's an absolute animal as well. And I think Seattle can't really go wrong with picking him, uh, considering that, well, so I have a I have a hate relationship with Bradley McDougal. Like, I cannot stand this guy. Um, I don't think he's that great. I don't know why he's still on a roster, to be honest. But And there's Quandre Diggs, which, I mean, won't be that hard to beat out either. They really need safety, and I think this is a uh, good way to go with it. Yep, I agree. Keyshan is next with Tennessee, I believe. No, Baltimore, Tennessee. Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, 28th pick in the... No! Yep, and I uh, I think, you know, you go with the defense here. They lost C.J. Mosley last, last offseason to the Jets, uh, and I think you replace him with Kenneth, Kenneth Murray, linebacker from o uh This guy can come in and be the uh, leader of the defense, which I think they need. Uh, him and, uh, oh, shoot, who's the – Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey's pretty sick. Or they have Earl Thomas in the second. Bring in Kenneth Murray. You're kind of addressing all levels of the, sec of the uh, defense, and I like the pick. Man, they already – yeah, I think he had to do it to me. He reminds me Man, of, uh, of Thomas Davis. Yeah, uh, and I big fan of Thomas Davis. So they also have uh, um, five, that four, guy. J, starts with a J. Judon. Five, they have a linebacker named Judon that's really good. Yeah, too, he's, he, but he's like a pass rusher. He's not as much of an inside backer. Uh, uh Kenneth, No, I think Kenneth Murray's <laughs> the pick here. I think like offensively, that team's dynamic. They don't really need much more. You address the defense, get, get, make your weaknesses stronger, and that's a Super Bowl contending. Yeah. Lamar's going to have a slump, so they're not going to make the, the Super Bowl. Um, I, don't, I don't know, man. That pick is... <sighs> for you, not for anybody else. Well, no. Um, I, I would have gone interior line for, for Baltimore, but... They don't have a single linebacker. They need linebackers. Yeah, their team... Anyways. They're so bad. Pretty... Number 29, Tennessee. I have the pick. They're going up front on the defensive line. 
Ross Blacklock out of TCU, six foot four, three hundred pound guy. Um, he had forty tackles, but um, nine of them were for a loss. So he, you know he's really powerful. Gets in the backfield, some clogs up the run holes, and uh, he had four sacks too. So big, powerful guy. They address a need um, on defense. There, not much else to say. Um, what's next? Thirty. Pick number thirty. Ryan's Green Bay Packers are on the clock. Number thirty. Um. What? Yeah. Okay. Could you say it in a nicer tone? I'm not going to answer until you do. Oh my. I mean, I, I mean, it's like a, they have to do it. Are they? Are they going receiver? Um, they will be going receiver, but I think in real life, um, if either Kenneth Murray drops that far or uh, Justin Jefferson drops a little bit, then they're going to trade up to get him, I believe. Um, but in this case, uh, they're going to go for Jalen Rigor, who isn't on our, our uh, wide receiver draft board, um, who but still is a burner. He's like a really, really, really quick player. And um, we need someone that can stretch the field opposite to Devontae. Um, so I think that's the best best available pick. Yeah, I think it's either him or Mims. You can take your pick, but you know Rieger's obviously a, a a great receiver as well. So yeah, we just need a we need a field stretcher. Um, Adams uh, gets open based on his footwork and and release, but uh, we don't really have that burner, or at least yeah. a good burner. Well, Mims ran a four three eight, so that's not too bad. Um, no, it's not bad. I, I'm it, it was a toss up. So Rieger's good. Um, Number 31, we got two more. San Francisco, Aiden with the pick, I think. All right. Um, so for this pick, I think they're going to go Grant Delpit. Um, they really need some help uh, with their DBs, and I think Grant Delpit being – he's a young guy, but he's got those leadership qualities, as Ryan has stated in the past. He got the number seven it was. Yes, sir. For being like for having that leadership role on LSU, and I think they're going to yeah, need that a traditional number. They're going to need a guy like that to uh, come in and make a culture change in that um, San Francisco DB core. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> learn a, little, a, a thing or two from Sherman uh, while he's at it. San Fran used to... They don't. They don't have a safety, so they need one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's one of the only things they don't have. They've got yeah. Jaquiski Tart, but he's not that good. <laughs> and for first, like the, if we look at this two San Fran picks, um, both really good picks. Like Jerry Judy and Grant Delpit are top tier players, so good draft by them. Yeah, and they need to get better because the NFC is only getting better. So they need to pick it up before they're left in the, the dust after going to the Super Bowl this year. So. We'll see. And to conclude the inaugural 2020 CIP mock draft, we have Keyshan with the 32nd pick. You're defending Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, his favorite team. Not my favorite team. Favorite team. But uh, I think they they uh, do the opposite of what the Ravens do. They lean on their strengths. They make their offense get stronger. Uh, not that Damian Williams is a bad running back, but I think that they can improve with Jonathan Taylor, and that's who they take at the end of the yeah. Pick. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and so that's uh that'll wrap up the uh our first round. Um rounds two to seven coming. Yep, that'll be out tonight as well. Yep. Um two to seven. no interior offensive lineman taken. 
Yeah, at all. I have. I had little little sneak peek, little little spoilers. So you know, skip ahead if you don't want to listen to this. Uh, I, I have Caesar Ruiz go into Kansas City to play that center interior lineman position. What you're yep. gonna you're gonna? Oh, he's playing center. Yeah. Yeah, he's a center. Oh, okay. Okay. But, um, I mean, John, Jonathan Taylor's still good. Was he the one with um, fumble issues? Or was that DeAndre Swift? I, I mean, that's Taylor. DeAndre Swift. Oh, okay, never mind. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's gross. The guy's so Another sick. Thing he's no mention... year gross Matos, but he's pretty good. <laughs> Another thing to mention is uh, our Canada boy did not get picked. Um, and he yeah, got picked in at least two of our individual drafts. Yeah, I haven't. I don't have first round anymore. Well, who had Seattle's pick? <clears throat> Xavier, Aiden messed that was up. Me. He, took, he took Xavier instead of uh, Neville. That's my guy. Anti Canada. All right, Mr. Canada, calm down. Everyone, pipe well, down. He'll definitely be sec- early second round. So, yep. I hope he gets drafted. That's that's all. That's all we. That's all we want. So, although he make a bit more money, so on the first round. All right. So that concludes our um, our little fun little shindig right there. Um, keep an eye out for our. Our other mock draft. We're gonna go through our own personal ones. Who we want our teams to pick, where we think um, other teams are gonna do. We're gonna spice it up with a couple of trades here and there to make it a little saucy. But and, and we're gonna be arguing a bit more for that. It's gonna be a bit more hostile. This was a more formal, you know, don't debate anything really. We had we had fun tonight. But um, the next one's gonna be a bit more arguing and about positions and taking people high or low. So. That's gonna be a more fun episode um, for you guys. Um, thanks for listening. If you have any disagreements with picks, or if you have any something you would have done differently, let us know. You'd love to hear. Hit us up uh, case at case and punt on Instagram, Twitter. Um, we're gonna be doing a giveaway soon. Star Wars Part Three coming up. <laughs> yep. We will be doing that. I think we'll, we will for sure talk about the Siege of Mandalore after the four parts are done. And that's in a, a few weeks. So I'm not editing that. Yep, you don't have to. Not going to. You just have to put the music at the beginning. That's it. Well, then you're not invited. He doesn't want to be invited. <laughs> Ryan's going to sleep well tonight. He pulled an all-nighter last night. All right, boys, let's wrap this one up. Thank, yeah, thank, I... Thanks to everybody for listening. All our links are going to be down in the description. Uh, you can follow all the boys at Case and Pond on Instagram. And um, This one went a little longer than we would when, than we thought it was going to, but uh, stay tuned for the next one, which is going to be even longer. So We'll cut out the middle rounds, and then we'll do all right. The what? The middle picks? Yeah, we'll, we'll just cut out those ones. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, all right Brady, Brady you want to sign up, please? <laughs> May your punts behind side the 10. May your high be punting down the side of the 10. See ya.